Hi, welcome to the Brain Injury Answers Podcast. This is Dr. David Glazer providing the answers you need when a brain injury occurs. This podcast is for educational purposes only. For treatment, please consult your physician. This podcast does not represent the Department of Veterans Affairs. All right, let's get started. Are you in litigation or are you a lawyer? Are you helping someone receive the best settlement possible? If so, consider using brain injury and total body legal consulting. I, Dr. David Glazer, am offering a wide array of services to help you receive the best settlement possible to live the best life possible. Please contact me at braininjuryanswers at gmail.com or go to the website at www.braininjuryanswers.com. Now back to the podcast. Question. Could you please discuss more about amputations? Also, could you discuss if there are any considerations that apply to someone who has sustained a brain injury and also sustained an amputation? Answer. Yes, of course. To start with the broader picture, an amputation is when a person loses a limb of their body. Most common amputations are of the lower extremity, also known as leg, foot, thigh. And then there are also amputations of the upper extremity, the arm, wrist, hand, finger. They can occur for a variety of reasons. Within the realm of trauma, it could be because of a accident and then the limb just can't not be surgically repaired properly. Someone who has not had a traumatic event may have poor health, which has led to poor blood vessels, and then nutrients and oxygen and blood can't get to these limbs and extremities, and therefore an amputation must occur to help preserve the rest of the limb. Oftentimes someone with poor blood vessels and such may get an infection or a wound in their limb which cannot be healed through surgery or antibiotics and such. And the only way to help save the rest of the person is through an amputation. With that then being said, most people say, well, when after an amputation, when can a prosthetic be put on? And so this is a very good question. And there are many factors that occur in determining when a prosthetic can be put on. So an overall picture of the amputation and then prosthetic fitting process kind of looks like this. Someone has their surgery where the amputation occurs. After the amputation, they likely have um, stitches and staples and such in their extremity. The wound has to heal really nicely. And throughout this time, at some point, 
um, there'll be some sort of wrapping over the lower extremity. Oftentimes, initially, it is a rigid or a hard wrapping to help keep the end of the extremity protected and safe as the wound heals. Then as the wound heals well and the staples and stitches come out, a softer wrapping called a residual limb shrinker is often placed. This helps to reduce the swelling and helps kind of shaping the musculature so that it can eventually fit into a prosthetic. This is usually a two to three month process. Then after a few months, one will meet with a prosthetist who will then discuss what did a person do before their amputation, what are they doing currently, and what is their goals? What are the goals they want to reach while having a prosthetic? At that point, various measurements of the extremity will then be taken. And then a prosthetist will then use those measurements to help make the prosthetic limb. The higher an amputee, meaning if someone just had uh, amputation below their knee versus above their knee versus at their hip, will go into factoring how much energy is required of that person to ambulate, to walk with their prosthetic. So someone with more of their intact limb and less of prosthetic will require less energy expenditure to walk, whereas someone with higher level amputations, such as above the knee at their hip, is going to need much, much more energy to use a prosthetic. And so it requires a lot of therapy to get into a good condition so that one can actually use these prosthetics properly and safely. And a discussion for another podcast would really go into the different types of prosthetic limbs, ones with computer chips, one without computer chips, ones that are very sturdy to help with safety versus ones that are less sturdy to help with walking over multiple types of distances versus prosthetics that help people run, swim, play sports, be very active. There's also something called K-levels, which really help describe an overall broad view of what level someone is at for getting a prosthetic fit. Upper extremity prostheses are a little bit more complicated to use and you'll find that some people will not choose to use an upper extremity prosthetic because of the fact that they're very difficult. But don't let that defer any, deter anyone because they're still highly used and can be very practical. Now, in light of someone having a brain injury, there are a few factors that have taken a place. First off, if someone's in a coma and they wake up to find that their leg, their arm, whatnot is no longer there, that can stir up a lot of emotions. In addition, they may not understand why did they have to lose their limb. Then, 
say someone maybe wasn't at that coma level waking up, but maybe had a moderate brain injury or a mild brain injury, they may have difficulty learning how to use a prosthetic or how to maintain themselves while using a prosthetic. And so it might take further time to learn how to use it or adjust to having one on. In addition, something very major after having an amputation is phantom limb pain and phantom limb syndrome. Phantom limb syndrome is when someone has sensation of their limb still being there. So say someone had an amputation below their knee and no longer has a foot in real life, they may have sensations that their foot's still there. Phantom limb pain is when these sensations are painful. There are medications to treat it, there are therapy techniques to treat it, and over time generally will get better. So again, these are just kind of surface level ideas surrounding amputations and prosthetics and also how to approach it in a patient who's sustained a brain injury. Good luck in your prosthetic and brain injury journey. It is a doable journey, achieving great results, but like everything you've heard throughout this podcast, it does take a lot of effort. That's a wrap for today. Remember to email all your questions to braininjuryanswers at gmail.com. Check out the website, www.braininjuryanswers.com. Thanks for listening.